No, we're back. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna hold up. We yeah. need music on that. So can you get like can you get like the Ray Lewis inspirational speech from Madden and we, tie that on? We probably could. I, I got a feeling we'd get copyrighted real quick. They um, don't know that this place is this nobody's gonna copyright us from this podcast. Our podcast's you, too small. YouTube will in a heartbeat. I'll tell YouTube. YouTube to suck a fat one. That's true. We do. So we're now on Spotify, as you can tell by the background. We're now on Spotify. So please go download, listen. We got 38, we got 38 downloads so far. So we're moving on our way up to the top. But this is episode 10. I can't believe we've been doing this for 10 weeks now. Um, still down Dylan. Don't know when he'll be back, but we got some guests coming up in the next couple weeks anyway. Uh, but obviously, we got to shout out our sponsors, uh, Slab Savers. Hey, they're doing a big sale right now, especially on the single car slab protectors. Um, I think Jerry's got them at uh, like $8.99. Use Dream 3, get 10% off, protect those slabs, and then... I got to uh, talk to Jerry. Yeah, so do I. I need some more mag stickers. Yeah. It, so, uh, someone was reaching out to me about getting the, some uh, <clears throat> custom like LeBron ones, mm -hmm. but... I think he doesn't have any on his website yet, but I got to reach out to him. I'm sure he could put one together. But it's worth it. Protect all your investments, um, especially if you have any big-time cards. Do it. And remember, if you're shipping your cards, uh, gradedship.com. Like uh, I did a deal. I did a Star Wars deal this past weekend, and he, he called it Fort Knox. I said, hey, protecting the cards when shipping cards is our number one priority because that you hate getting – messages on ebay or instagram of you know pictures of your cards bent up or the post office has smashed some stuff so or even you getting stuff like you oh. get a card that's just like in a loose ginormous bubble mailer like put it in a just put it in one of those cheap graded chip boxes and like you're good you're golden spend the money do what's best yes, for your investment like a dollar yeah yeah spend the money do it um quickly though you and me, let's talk about this. We're on a new kick of collecting right now. Um, and I, a little bit. And I believe that a lot of it. <laughs> this all stems back to squints. Yeah, Justin is Justin has thrown his his selfishness on us and now now I'm addicted. So we are collecting game used patch autos. Yes. It doesn't have to be graded, it can be raw, but game used because our feeling is game use is going to be harder to find as the years go on well if look you, at look at what just came out in the nt stuff mm -hmm. all that like not this is a non-event non anything related napkin from a hot dog machine like that's like they come up with all this bs now of what all this stuff is and it's not authentic it's not memorabilia so the stuff that's game used is going to be worth a little more and it's like who doesn't want to be a part of the game and have something that's been a part of the game? To me, it's more fun to collect because just like you said, you know, I feel like it's a piece of history. It's not just, yes. it's not just 
a piece of random jersey. It is, right. you know, let's say, you know, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush wore this in Saints uniform during this game. Ryan Tannehill wore this Dolphins jersey and it's dirty. Or that uh, Devin Hester Atlanta Falcons card we saw with the with the dirt on the patch. Or That's nice. Specifically, your Jim Brown flawless card that's being used like that to me that's history pieces not just card collecting so you know that's kind of the kick that we're on right now and uh oof that's gonna cost us a lot of money but yeah (laughs) that's where we're thinking right now um all kinds of stuff to get into but we got a special guest on this show we're the dream three we got to bring in somebody third so um the better golfer the better, the better golfer. <laughs> better golfer. So we've known uh, we've known this guy via Instagram for for a hot second. Um, if you know him, he's formerly Pfeffer's courtside pulls. Now he is just courtside pulls. You'll see him on Lupe. You'll see him and find him on Instagram. We'll bring in Jared Pfeffer. Mm-hmm. Jared, you know, thank you guys so much for having me. There's yeah, man. Here. Appreciate my you guy. coming on. My guy. Thank you so much. Hey, I thought about a better golfer though because uh, it's the, the game's deteriorated over the last year though. So I, hey, I had a kid. My kid's taking a lot of my golf game. He's the one <laughs> swinging the driver now, and it's a plastic three-inch club. He's hitting it about as far as like your seven iron stuff already, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the seven irons in his mouth. That's about it. Yeah, Boy, that's, that's what happens. All my stuff. Yeah, I, I, that's about me. I, I was the same way growing up, just stealing everything I could. You know, like, oh, yeah. that's my club now. Yeah. So like, kind of like I, I, I kind of started off like. I think Neil, I think you introduced me. I think you tagged me on one of Fest's pages and then I kind of began well, I think that. We both like I think we both like it's were in almost each other's breaks and pulls. No, I think stuff. honestly, you know, I think the how you and me met was uh through is is it your brother or brother in law? Um my brother. Oh Adam. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, we met through because I was buying a lot through him, and then I'm either like you came through and you were like you either ripped a full case of something or like ripped a half a case or something. I don't remember what it was. You ripped a lot. And I was like, oh, I got to follow this guy. And I started following you. And you had like, I was like, okay, this guy kind of has like every think- single card of mine that I want ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't, don't church me up. I don't have, I don't have anything. I'm still a small fish. No, no I think, I, I think you're right. I think I had like a half case of prism, prism retail or something. Or prism like hobby. You have something random. Yeah. I had a half case of it and I was just selling it out. Like, just every, ever like it was like every night I was on. That's when it was. That's when it was like, that was so cheap back then, man. It, it was like four hundred dollars a buck. Four hundred bucks, and and I'm not pulling the trigger to buy it when he wants it. When yep. he wants me to buy it, I'm like, oh, that's too much. And now yep. that I look at it, I'm like, oh no, I didn't. I. Yeah, I had at that time. I had bought ten boxes of eighteen nineteen Prism basketball retail boxes. At hundred forty-three dollars a box. The sad part is, I sold them for hundred eighty dollars a box, and I thought it was so cool. You probably, like, man, I am just rolling in it right now. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. I let that one go a little early. Oh man, that's really yeah. Oh. So, so for the people that don't follow you, Fef, take uh, give them a couple minutes of kind of like your background. You know how you got started in the hobby. You know, starting out early you know, your card stuff and then building into the business that you are now. Yeah. So, I mean, I was growing up busting, um, can you remember what the boxes were called? They were like upper deck. Uh, oh. am, am I still good here? Oh yeah. You're still yeah. good. It's Sorry. just, it's zoomed um, in on your face. You're beautiful. So I, uh, I, I, I was buying these boxes and they were so cool. Like there was like one action figure and like three autograph cards and I, it was, it was, it was SP 
And I got like an SP Peyton Mania 25 on card football signed. And I was like, okay, that's really cool. Started collecting my whole life. Then I got to like high school and you guys know what happens in high school. Kids like decide what's cool and what's not cool. And, you know, sporting sports cards kind of like were, you, oh, this kid's collecting sports cards. Shoo, shoo. And, you know, so I was like about done with it for um, three or four years and three or four years passed by. And then that's when Mahomes got drafted. And I was like, man, like, this guy's the real deal. And so I started buying like, like not even slabs back then. I would, I would just buy like uh, just raw lots of his stuff. And then I would sell it. Like, you know, I sold it all. I'm pretty sure every single Mahomes card I had and only base stuff didn't buy any numbered. I wasn't thinking um, sold it all in 19, or 2019 of uh, December. So right before the pandemic. So fast forward pandemic happens. Um, I have shoulder surgery and I was like, you know what? Like I've never thought more about, I didn't know there was a community. So I, you know, in general, I, I wasn't, that I really wasn't thinking. So I get on Instagram, see people doing stuff. It was actually your brother who actually got me into even breaking. Cause I get on his page. And I was like, this dude's the fairest dude on here. Like this dude knows what he's doing. He's doing it right. And to this day, like the person that I've like probably tried to model my model is him. Cause he's like, Hey guys, these are fair deals straight up. And like, I'm just being honest with you. Or if there's a bad box, he goes, sorry, that was a bad box. And he wouldn't be like, Oh man, this is like a $500. You know, you guys know how it gets. And so I kind of would just go live and like I would uh, have a little bit of product and we just sell it for the cost at the time. And, and I just it was getting into it mainly because Corona one, there's I couldn't talk to anybody. My friends really aren't into sports like you guys are. Um, and, that, you know, you, us three cut from the same cloth. You know, we could sit here for 12 hours and talking. And so I got into that and then I was like, you know what, this community is freaking awesome. Um, and just started, you know, working. I was working. I'm working in the, I was working in my dad's warehouse at the time doing that break in and um and then I was like, you know, this is a fun thing to do. And I just kind of got more into it. And now I just kind of always keep it on the side. And, you know, for me, it's something that now it's to the point where I like to use it to, to a tool to raise money for the charities I support and, um, you know, create events and donate heavily into those. And one of those is with uh, um, actually Tim Tebow's foundation. I love his. He's one of my favorites because uh, he, he highlights a lot of stuff I like. But um, yeah. And so, you know, over the past year, I've been was doing Instagram for a long time. I liked it. Um you guys know exactly the, the flaws with Instagram though. So we don't need to get into them. And then I actually this summer I was, uh, got back home from school. I graduated in, uh, May got home and whatnot came out. I wanted to be on whatnot so bad. I was like, man, I want to be on whatnot. I want to be on whatnot. Loop contacted me and they were like, um, Hey, you guys want to break or do you want to break on here? And I was like, yeah. So I broke on there. I really dude. I just got to show them, show some love to those people. So quick, how they from one, their onboard process to two, how to deal with customers is a fantastically amazing process. If you guys don't know about the Loop app, I would definitely download it. Honestly, don't, not even for buying anything, just for the community. The community is so good. You get to meet people and everybody's like, so they're like, hey, Doughboy, what's up? How you doing? Like, and not even just like the people breaking, but like everybody in the room is like, it's like, and what they said to start is like, they wanted the cheers. Um, at, and you guys like the cheers, like show the show cheers. Like they wanted that atmosphere, like in the card room, and th they've really spot on did that. And so for the past about a month, I've been on there. I've been loving it. Um, it's allowed me to give a lot back to more charities and stuff, and you know, like uh, do the stuff that actually makes me happy. Because you know, in life, like I feel like we're all here for a purpose, and using cards as a way to give back. And I really enjoy that. We have trivia nights on like Tuesdays and give away free product. Like the other week, we gave away a ton of product. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's pretty much the the, the story. I just kind of really enjoyed the really what drew me was the community. Like, you know, there's people trying to become millionaires and everything in the world, and you, you can tell who those people are pretty quickly. But when you like, you know, like Caleb and you, like you, you two, like the the guys that like drew me into the hobby, like the guys that 
are going to sit down and be like, okay, well, who's going to win MVP this year? Let's not just be biased. Let's actually have a good conversation. And that's why I could not find that anywhere. Hey, you say Dak? Huh? You say Dak? Yep. I will say, I will say, I will not start. Let's not start this again. I will say the Cowboys are my lock for the NFC, the NFC uh, championship. I will say that, but neither here nor that. Hey, on my side, I told you. I told you your whole Carson Wentz. Oh, seven. The dude, the dude's gonna touch the field and then he's gonna snap his ankle in half. Hey, just FYI, Neil, you've lost your third starting running back for the Rams today. No, no, no. Darnell Henderson's out. No, 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 no. I got the notification. He's not out. It's a yeah. mild sprain. Mild sprain. I'm dude. not worried about it. Oh, well, whatever. Maybe one of those Eric Berry day to day things that just turns into retirement. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now. If 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 Cam Akers can run in a boot, just put him out there. He's just put him, better just, than anybody. Just yeah. let him fall forward for a yard. Yeah, yeah that, that's fine. He'll he'll do better than Todd Gurley did. Oh, for sure. Oh, he will. And Cam Akers is a dog. He has that dog mentality with him. Yeah, oh, like he him. does. He yeah. came from Florida State. He's a criminal. I know how good he is. <laughs> hey, I, speaking of that, I got a little Cam Akers NT booklet right here. Oh, that yeah, so there we go. But yeah, so anyway, uh, got into breaking that way. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the people. Really enjoyed the community. Um, I could see it as a place like, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of, um, uh, what's it called? Um, collectors would say this. We're, you know, we're all kind of quirky. We're all kind of have a weird little, like, we're just kind of weird people. And I'm, we all embrace that. But um, I feel like I found my group of people in this way and like somewhere like in general in life where I was like, man, I wish I could find like these type of people anywhere. And, you know, I finally feel like that's where I'm here. And that's, that's honestly the reason I continue to, be break doing breaks as well. I mean, because um, it's not something I uh, necessarily like have to do, or that's something that I you know would say my was my full time job. But it's definitely something that I I enjoy for the people and in getting to meet more people and getting to know why you collect and who you collect what and the, the reasons behind that. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's so. You know, we've talked to a couple of people, and you know, our time in the hobby, we've talked to a, a bunch of people, and the stories you know, are all different, but they all seem to be the same. It's all about the community. You know, mm-hmm. like, like you said, you, you can tell who's here for the right reasons and who's bullshitting. Yep. 100%. And then we talked to Slabstock Aaron and the, the charity and the community part behind that. You see that in the hobby so much, like amazing. It, it, it's, you'll find no better people than the people in the sports card hobby who are looking to give back. Like, I'm part of or met at the Nationals uh, Signatures for Soldiers and the race the race team's now involved with it. So we sent a bunch of stuff there today. And you know, anything that we can do on our parts to to for charity, I mean, I feel like this hobby is is great for that. Yep. I couldn't say it better. Without a doubt. So let's jump right into the big news because that's 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 what everybody wants. So fanatics. Fanatics is getting the rights to the MLB and the and NBA. NFL too. NFL too. In 2026. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Because I personally do not like Fanatics at all. Yeah, I agree with you right there. But so, yeah. Faf, you go first. All right. This is, in short, isn't this kind of what everybody's been asking for? You know, like a switch up, and then we get probably the literally the biggest switch up we can get, and. I just think for me personally, it's too far out there, but I think Fanatics is too big of a company to let this fail. I agree with you. I think everything they do though, outside of really how Fanatics operates, I'm not a fan of. Um, 
But, you know, maybe they get tops back in the game with basketball. Maybe they get upper deck back in the game. Um, I think Panini goes away fully. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I'm more excited for it because if a company this big is, you know, you know, backing the hobby, could pretty much say are legit backing the hobby, then it's almost like, I mean, it's a terrible analogy, but like in 08, when the banks were too big to, to, to fail, it's like the government wasn't going to let them. It's like, yeah, now this hobby is too big to fail. We have a, a huge, huge company taking over. Um, will it be good? Will it be bad? Who knows? But yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that one. I think that that's a, there's a good point there. It is great that Fanatics is spending the money, mm-hmm. which tells you that how big the sports card market is, and it's going to continue to grow. My thought is, is if you look at fanatics, like 98% of their uh, market is online. So does that, does that mean that retail boxes are going to die off? Is there going to be no more target Walmart supply? Is there going to be a big differential between, you know, the blasters, cello boxes that a kid can, can buy compared to, you know, what an investor or a hobby collector actually wants. Like I know we're, you know, we're a couple of years off and everyone's, you know, got their flaming hot takes of what's going to happen, but those are kind of the questions that are coming up, you know, right now. So what I've, what I've seen and just taking every information, all the information I can get in. So tops is probably worth about a billion dollars, right? And Panini's worth about $3 billion. Fanatics is worth an estimated $20 billion. Wow. So you're talking about the biggest group of people taking over the sports card and memorabilia world. Like like you said, Veth, there's so much money into it now that there's no way it's going to fail. We just won't know what it truly will look like mm-hmm. or what the products will be like they have the money to essentially go buy out tops buy out panini and just and still have 10 million left over even if they overpay yeah they do that and then they can they can keep some of those brands they can do away with some of those brands they can maybe create more maybe maybe make a little more meaningful products not have like all these extra just BS like little products releasing every week. Maybe they just stick with like for baseball, it's Bowman tops, tops, Chrome top series one. And like tops dynasty, you know, those are the big ones that I'm thinking of coming to mind for baseball, for basketball. It's like they want prism. They want national treasures. They want flawless. And I don't know. What's another big one. Noir or something like that. Select. Yeah. Select something like that. Um, and then with football, it's contenders, it's prism, it's it's national treasures and flawless. Like that's it, and and even immaculate. But like you could put so much money into those specific products that you can create a product that's truly worth it to the people, which can I think take the hobby in a good direction. You could also because they have so much money, they could they could just and they monopolize everything. They could make a crappy product and people are forced to buy it because it's the only product out there. So I'm not sure where that will, where the balance will be, but I mean, I think you guys can agree. There's probably a little too much product out there and it, it needs to be condensed down to what matters probably most and maybe add in sprinkling a couple of the low end products just to keep, 
the kids in the hobby, the people who can't afford some of those higher end products, keep them in there. But like, do we really need like 12 different versions of a rookie card? Like, I think we're okay with six. Like, yep. you know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I, there's fanatics is huge. It's absolutely massive compared to anything we've seen in the sports card world. I 100% agree. I, honestly, like one thing that I can see like potentially happening again, that it could go one or two ways or go one of three ways. I mean, this is really obvious. I don't really state this, but obviously it could stay the same. You know, it could go be crappy product. Yeah, it could. But what if Fanatic views it as, I mean, this is the way I think they view it as like, damn, the margins. Okay. We're being honest here. It's like the margins, breakers, the margins, distributors, the margins, everybody except for Panini is giving up on or the Panini that gives up those margins. I think they look at it and like, damn, if we take that over, we can cut all those margins off. Like I could see breaking going away. Breakers not being a thing as much as prevalent. Um, it's not going to be as profitable. I will. I, I know that because of the way, I mean, not know that, but like, I assume that. Um, and then well, the you could probably attest to that just yeah. with your breaking that you, you can't, it's harder to get product and you're buying it more at a premium and your margins are just so much smaller than what they were six months ago, exactly. a year I mean, ago, 18 yeah. months ago. Like, I mean, and I think what I think what fanatics can do is I think I, well, this is what I hope they do. I hope they make their products even more exclusive, not in terms of how to get them, but like print rooms and stuff. I hope they just really focus on exclusiveness and what you're talking about, spending money and making it what you're buying and is, what you're buying is what you're worth. Because like, how many boxes of NT have you guys seen ripped in the past week or two? Like probably quite a few, at least of highlights. Oh, yeah. It's oh, all yeah. booty cheeks. Yeah, right. Like do people, I saw today at my local card shop it was four thousand dollars, and I thought that was a fair price for some people are doing more. And I was like, man, dude, I can't, I can't justify. Like, I could never justify that. Four thousand dollars for a well, that's it. That's the other thing too is it's like it's four thousand dollars for a rookie class that definitely isn't as good as Zion and Jaw. But then again, I mean, now kind of looking back on it, maybe it was a little overhyped, but still, like. Four thousand dollars for national treasures, and like you're getting maybe a guy who played one game throughout the year, and, and not even that. You're not and only, that's your RPA. Yeah, and one of his, the patch is not even not even associated with the player. Like not even not game, yes. but not even player. That's the one thing that stood out to me, and I was like, and I haven't even ripped a box. I won't even. Pro I probably won't even rip a box ever of 2021. I just I don't. Mm. Sorry, yeah, that goes my mouth on that product. Yep. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So my other thought is, you know, we have that time till 2026 till everything takes over. So what does Tops and Panini do in that time? Do do they just say, you know, screw it, we're out anyway and just, you know, we're just going to create a better product. If they want to survive, they got to create a better product. And I, I and they got to listen to their customers because their customer support is atrocious but if it they're going to get folded into fanatics as one are you going to get tops and panini employees fighting for jobs at fanatics no they'll just they'll just carry them over whoever's tops will work at tops whoever's panini will work at panini you'll just work under fanatics yeah kind of like it's like the whole like with car brands like you work at that's the other thing they could just buy them out and like they just buy them out and everybody just goes works for fanatics that's now i think happens i think i think i think they just I don't. Th I think the only. I just don't think they keep Panini because I think Panini would be dumb to not sell off. Oh, they would be. Yeah. I mean, but I think. Okay, what you were saying. I think they do what you what you're about to explain. I think that's exactly what they do, and I hate it, but I think it's true. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. Panini's only been making cards in the U.S. for twelve years. Yep. They're a sticker company. 
Yeah. They're Italian sticker companies. So why not, you know, hey, we're out of here anyway. Let's just print off a bunch of junk and, and deuce chills. We're out. Yep. Like, I, I think Top handles it well. I just don't see Panini doing well because, you know, you – you know, you literally just, we just, you just said how bad their customer service. I think anybody listening to this can attest, even if they have not even ever had to deal with them, they just have heard horror stories, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. I'm sitting on a Baker, a Baker auto rookie auto redemption going on two and a half years. Ugh. What product? Yeah. Prism. Bro, you, hey, you know damn well that, that they, they packaged that card up and gave it in a national one of one box. They said, See, <laughs> yeah, you know what the stupid part is about that? Baker's still signing sticker autos and they're putting it into new products. I don't care. Just put the sticker on my Prism card. Like, yeah. that's it. Doesn't I don't matter. care if yeah. it's upside down, inside out, on the back of the card. Just slap it on there so I can sell it and get rid of it because I don't want it anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, man. Just so what send do you my freaking card. Or, or just talk to me on my customer support when I say just give me points or something. Something, yeah, dude. I had a Chase Young that was over the. It was like six months. It was from Optic, and I said I wanted something different. And then randomly one day, didn't even email, just showed up in the mail. And I was like, "Why don't you guys not even let me know this was coming?" Like, what if I <laughs> right? Oh, I just had a ten thousand dollar card sitting on my front porch for the last week and yeah. a half because I didn't know. Oh, you I, said. I, 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 I big, but yeah, but dude, okay, oh, yeah, this, my, my Patrick Mahomes NTRPA. Uh, yeah, it's sitting on your front porch now. I think your neighbor sent you an email. Yeah, <laughs> I just got my Chase Young mosaic auto redemption back and sent it straight to SGC. I'm like, well, this thing's worth like pennies on the dollar from what it was when I opened it. So yep. we, we, we got it. I want to dive into SGC and third party grading. If you guys look after this conversation, that's okay. Cause I think that's a awesome topic right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so back to the tops. So, cause they were supposed to go, you guys saw how they're like originally supposed to go public with Mudrick and then Mudrick just canceled that. So like yeah, what that says, you think that Mudrick is saying like, all right, well, we don't have any, there's no dollar sign behind Tops anymore. We can't make money off them, or is that just like what do you think that really says about Tops? To me, that the, was, the, that the was go, go ahead, Neil. No, go ahead. Uh, to me, it says that the interest in Tops isn't there because as soon as I heard about that, I bought stock in Mudrick. I was like, oh, it, it, it's going to take off, and then. Yeah. It seems like everybody backs Panini way more than than Tops. Like when I think of baseball, I think of ten cans at, at Target that I'm going to get the same forty thousand cards over and over and hit absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I think that right now, if you if you lined people up and said, "Hey, would you rather have a Panini product, a Tops product, a Leaf product, well, or an Upper Deck?" Well, pan- Tops was succeeding in the soccer realm very well. A lot of Tops exactly. soccer is taking yeah, off. Yeah, it's it's it, that is true. It has been. And baseball is baseball and Tops have always been synonymous with each For other. For sure. So so I can see where Mudrick was like, "Hey, we're gonna jump into this because we're gonna start building NFTs. We're gonna start trying to promote this. We're gonna make this public. We're gonna try to enhance this." And then when Fanatics comes in and swoops it. They're like, well, we can't compete with that, so we're back now. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what's happened. I mean, when someone, it's like, it's like when freaking Nate from Grand Slams comes in and he wants to buy the card that I'm bidding on. It's like, well, there's no sense in me trying anymore because he, gets he has he's got seven figure pockets and 
I have my three pennies over here, so I'm gonna go ahead and just back out now. Man, if you got three pennies, then I got a half a penny. Yeah, if you if you got three pennies, I'll give you four pennies for that Jim Brown flawless. Yeah. <laughs> that Jim Brown flawless. Yeah, you're very, you're very humble. You're very humble. I will say that. <laughs> that Jim Brown flawless. I I I I I probably overpaid for it, but at the same time, like well, I'll tell you, did you overpay for it? Because the one on one's on eBay. Yeah, I offered on the one on one. I offered four thousand dollars on the one on one. Oh well. And the guy wouldn't take it. He didn't even respond to me. Of course not. He wants seventy five hundred for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't blame him. It's Jim Brown one on one, and there's only one probably in the last what three or four years that's been put uh, up. Yeah. I'd say so. So looking at jumping into the comic comments real quick, we got uh, Samuel, who I believe is uh, S undercard S underscore S card rips. He says. What do you guys think of select basketball retail and is it worth it? Terrible select when they came out with retail ruined the entire product. Uh, I I'll agree with you that, but I will say they did it a lot better than football. Football was holy cow bad. Yeah. yeah. Basketball, think- at least they gave some, at least they cut out the shitty die cuts and, but yeah. I agree. Terrible, terrible idea. Yeah. Retail ruined, ruined select. So for what value select had, it was ruined by the retail. Uh, yeah, like how they were catching prism, it's no longer. Yeah, that is honestly the most honest thing I've heard. And wow, yeah, no, because you, for, I mean, for the past, you know, year, people are like, man, why is prism over select? Why is prism over select? Why is prism over select? And but it's funny though. So why can prism have a um, own product? And not only that, but then they have choice too, which is the whole other thing. But, so. <laughs> Don't even get me started on modern stuff. I don't think I've bought anything modern in like anything past 2014 and probably or, or opened oh, yeah. it in, I don't know, two years. Right. So it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like when people start talking, I agree it's terrible, but like to me, it's like, okay, if we're going to say it's terrible, then why is a hobby box of Prism still so much? I mean, that doesn't get affected by retail, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's my only thought process on that. That's a yeah, great question. I don't, I never understood the whole prism craze. Like, like, yeah. Okay, cool. Prism. But like it, like realistically, they don't have the best action shots. Mm-hmm. Their centering and the card itself. Atrocious. Is not always quite eye appealing. And if you're trying to compare it to like tops, tops Chrome that has that circle like border to it. Optic mm-hmm. truly is the only one that comes close. That is but optic is like the redheaded stepchild of the three rookie cards for sure. I've, I don't know what the market thinks anymore. So that's why I've like, I'm just like, I don't Gonna want do- modern. I, yeah. won't, I won't touch modern unless I have like a numbered rookie card. I won't touch it. hundred, hundred percent. I agree. Uh, like I was watching that, you know, the sports sports card investor, your, your boy, Neil, Jeff, uh, and he, he invested a half a million dollars in select, select. stuff. That's, and now he dude, realizes. So I am so happy that guy. Now he realizes that they're overprinting, and it's all you know. It's all all of it's going to hell. But like you said, you know, I don't want to open. I'm not going to open anything modern. Like my favorite products right now are like 96, 97, 98 tops finest football, Bowman's best football, like cool older stuff like that. And even the the patch autos we're looking at. I'm looking at flawless. Uh, immaculate and you know older type stuff because even 
even like Timeless Treasures is a great one from back then. Yes, uh, oh, really for sure. Cool, really cool patches in that. Didn't side. you? Didn't you, Caleb? Didn't you pick up a bunch of Timeless Treasures, or was that National Treasures? It was National Treasures 2006 National Treasures timelines. Okay. Oh, but they were a bunch of like patch autos, like cut autos and patches, game worn patches. Yeah, that's cool. I dig that. Yeah, you guys are definitely spot on with the uh, when you guys were doing the intro and talking about um, game used because. I think we'll, we'll get into the game news. Okay, good, good. Because I would There's want plenty of talk about game news. Oh, yeah, that is there you go. sick. Is that the Plunkett? Yeah, that's the Jim Plunkett oh, triple triple game sick. use patch. Now it's you're gonna make five. me get my stuff. So, oh, I, that is so sick. I, I love that man. That's like, better than my my Hank Aaron all game used. You know, hat, that's hat so cool. bat. Oh yeah, that stuff just that that stuff. I mean, compared to any of the modern stuff, no one like in twenty years we're gonna look at that and we're gonna be like, okay, this modern stuff. What were we thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes me think, you know, like fanatics, like you literally have to give like five percent effort to do better than what Panini's doing with modern stuff. And they have, and they have all the tools already to do. You could literally like draft a first grader to come up with your product and you're probably going to do better than what yeah honestly okay wait this is what i think this is my final answer this is what i think happens this is what i actually not what i think happens this is what i hope happens i hope they buy tops and if they just leave it at tops and let to do tops do basketball and everything i would love that that'd be fine i'd be really into that but if they don't do that and they want to have somebody else do basketball and football still i would love it to be upper deck or one i'd love for them to buy out panini terminate the contract with Luca and whoever else they have under con lifeline and just get rid of Panini, go to upper deck. And cause then when you have upper deck, you got the big dogs over there and we know who those are. And if they can start signing again, like what that could do for product is, I think it'd be amazing. I'm just thinking about pulling a, a logo man, LeBron or Michael Jordan. Yeah. But what does that do to all the old upper deck stuff then? Cause now they have more. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. Like for me, selfishly, because I own a, a LeBron rookie auto, yeah. I'm like, please do not make anything else ever again. So for you, for you, yeah, you don't want that. But for me, I will selfishly go the other way. I'm like, man, I'd love that. But chance. no, you're right though, because like, who wouldn't want like just looking at it from a global perspective, a LeBron on card patch auto from a Lakers uniform? Exactly. That the, the bet like. In my opinion, greatest player of all time, on the greatest team of all time, with the colors like one of the most iconic, not only great one of the greatest franchises, but one of the most iconic sports teams like in, yeah. in worldwide. In the I mean, world, yeah, it's like everybody you go anywhere, people got Lakers stuff on. Like, oh like, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. like that would like even if you brought that back, then you got more Michael Jordan stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Upper Deck's opportunity to make all that money is right there. Like yep. right there. Yep. I, I, I agree. 100% agree. I am just, okay, I would keep, sir. I keep, I keep going back. But with the whole fanatics, man, just the one thing, the only thing that's making me frustrated is people that are just like bashing fanatics already. Well, it's do, like, how do you know who's heading up the, the development of the fanatics for the sports cards? Do I know who? Yeah. No, I haven't looked at, I mean, I, I, I this is, is the most, Get that got to talk about in the past week. John Luter or Josh Luter, who is the guy who developed Stock X. So mm. a lot of people are starting to hate Stock X because yeah. they are the ones that ruined the shoe game. 
by mm-hmm. creating a marketplace where they determine their own values. And mm-hmm. the only way you can buy is through them. Yep. So people are thinking if if this guy creates a marketplace like StockX, then the only way to get product is through StockX, which would be through Fanatics, meaning that your local car shops are gone. It means you are gone as a breaker. Anybody mm-hmm. who breaks is gone. And the only way you can buy stuff is through them. So they they take up all the cost. And literally, the only way you can make money then is by opening packs or trying to resell it on the third market. And wow. jack the price up. And jack the price up. Damn, I feel like, damn. I, to be honest. And you know they have all the overhead for distribution because they're a $20 billion company that distributes memorabilia all the time anyway yeah so they have the distribution warehouses to be able to hold all this stuff and distribute it themselves rather than going to gst or southern hobby or these other small town smaller middlemen distributors yeah yeah that's what's scary that's what's scary scary about fanatics i did not think of man that is now i understand the frustration with that so i recant that statement but there's, there's just so much like so, that could yeah. be good or bad, like depending mm-hmm. on what they do. I just hate thinking about that though, when you because when we think about PSA and now with like um, Golden and all that, like they're in bed together. It's like like and if you think slab or stock X and you think it's sports cards, and you're right, what they did with shoe game, you're 100 percent correct. I mean, I was never in it, but I, my friends that were, it's like man, mm-hmm. hate stock X, like hate it. So man, man, that's yeah, there's, like there's yeah. Like, I didn't realize it either, but, like, they have the potential, because they're so big, they have the potential to be good for the hobby, but they also have the potential to ruin the hobby, too. And it's just, like, you just don't know what's going to happen for the next five years. That's that's the only, like, negative thing I've even got, like, that does presents to me. I'm like, damn, you're 100% correct on that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I, like... And that's just for me, just like reading everything I can just to try to understand, you know, what is Fanatics trying to do? Who is behind Fanatics? Just, what is this going to mean? Yeah. So yeah I, it's 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 overwhelming, to be honest. Because, I mean, I think the part, OK, I think you're so correct on the part of distributors giving to them, because I think the people that ma- the people that are making the most money are distributors. It, it, I don't honestly oh. Panini, I think it's distributors, because you know we all know they're allocate what they get allocated boxes for, and we know then we know exactly what they sell. And we pretty much know like National Treasures around two hundred fifty dollars a box. I mean it was last year, and that's what you're allocated. So like, and then they're selling them for thirty five hundred forty four thousand. It's like man, it's like they're making they got they got to do one sale a day, and they're making money. Yeah, I mean the distributors are essentially like an Amazon. Yeah, they are buying these these products back up from these people who need to sell so that way they can turn around and sell them to more people who don't have the ability to market or create an avenue to find a buyer. So they're yeah. the middleman and that's what Amazon does. And that's why they're the biggest company in the world. Yeah, that's true. Damn. I mean, I, I was shocked when, when we, first of all, was anybody, did anybody, I mean, I thought about it cause I knew they're I, I asked like two weeks ago when the contracts are up, but did any between your guys' mind that did that even come through your mind that, Panini or Tops wouldn't be the creators anymore or, or makers. Not a chance. Not a chance. I didn't even know. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know Fanatics was that big. I didn't. I, I didn't. Sam, did I just knew they made shitty jerseys? So. Same. Yeah, yeah. They did. They yeah. did. They make an, They make awful jerseys. Yep. Which That's I awesome. 
couple, but same. I, I, I because I'm poor and I only have three. Yeah. Like, yeah. You that or DHgate now between yeah. the two. Yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, but I I think you know what this does say at least it says okay maybe they 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 come to terms and buy out companies before the time limits up, but say they don't and we're on the time track we are now we're at least guaranteed. Five more years, the hobby being at least what we know it is, and hopefully better. Hopefully, it can't get worse from here because there's a lot more pressure on. Yeah, and we will have Panini and Tops before LeBron's son gets into the league. That will be an interesting. Wait, when? What, what's? I thought his son was in the league in three years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We will still have Panini and Tops before. The oh, world. yeah, yeah. I thought you said we wouldn't. No. I was like, yeah. no, we will. Yeah. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I, that's probably going to be that would in my in my theory for the next at least five years. That will probably be the hottest point. Is Bronny? Is Bronny and LeBron on the same team? Which I one hundred percent believe will happen. Oh. Yeah. oh. 100 percent like i mean yeah. you, you probably, i know for a fact you're already down those rabbit holes of how he has a contract set up and everything to where he's able to do that already yeah but yeah i agree yeah man i didn't think about that like, like that's national pretty- treasures or flawless dual logo man lebron james Bronny jr that's cards gonna go for i mean if the car market continues 10 million dollars yeah, That'll be a sealed card, $10 million. So what about this then? When we talk about NT, because we know NT's got redemptions. So what happens to the value of wax after Panini's done and say Panini does become nothing and they're not a company? And what happens 10 years from now? You open up a box of who who is a redemption that's good this year? Like Tyrese Maxey, I think, is a redemption. That's decent. Um, Or Manuel Quickly, one of those two, right? One of those two. So, Or even if it's a Giannis from last year, because we know he didn't sign really in in National Treasures. Hmm. It's like, what happens to that? It's like, that want to rip old wax might not be even there if we know that company's not even existent anymore. Then mm-hmm. that card's not even out there. Well, then, then I think it's going to come down to you know who is who is relevant from the Panini time period. Yeah. Is it is it Luca that's left? Is it Trey Young that's left? Who's relevant? Is it? It'll be yeah, Luca. Yeah, Luca and Luca, Trey. Trey. Trey does Trey have exclusive signing rights with Panini as well? He does, yeah. I mean, he does. He, I'm pretty sure he does. Really, if not, he's a he's a whatever they call when you go to the website. You type like their their signature list. I know he's on that. Damn. Oh, then he's an exclusive guy. Yeah. Because okay. Saquon is, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, Saquon okay. is. He's like so Luca. Luca. Luca is as well. So he'll have, he'll probably start having some games, some like signed basketballs coming out. He's he's had about he's had signed basketballs for about a year, or they haven't had him in a year. But last year around this time, I know they had him and Trey. It's yeah. kind of weird because it's just like a random Luca drop. Like right now. Yeah. 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 They come out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm just like, what the hell is this? Whenever they can get whenever they can get Luca's mom to sign. <laughs> no joke. No joke. Oh goodness. Oh good. So uh speaking of Luca, Theph, I don't know if you know the story. So our third partner, Dylan, he knew that we were in cards and mm-hmm. he's like, Hey man, I I got this card, I got this Luca auto I want you to come look at. Like Tell me if it's worth anything. Well, he, all he said was Luca Auto. So I was like, all right. So it was a rookie prism silver auto. I was like, give it to me right now. I'm going to take it home. I'm going to clean it up. So we're going to next day it to BGS. So, so we did. We got a nine, which whatever. It was, it was because of that one corner. That one, yeah, that the one corner. corner it was a little bit. That's why I got a, a nine. Gym. 
And <laughs> I said, what do you want to do? He goes, oh, I want you to sell it. All right. And, and damn it. I should have listened to Neil. Neil goes, just give him $2,000 for it. And yeah, he, buy. Yeah. we sold it for 2,500 bucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't even want to know. I don't know even what, know what, I don't even want to know either. I know, I know a nine, probably maybe, ten. About okay, well, probably ten. I'm sure you know my my uh, my Patrick Mahomes story. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Limited, because I'm walking around the national and I see it raw for ten grand. Yeah, thinking, oh my god. Well, I'm gonna laugh, but I feel like it, it happens to everybody. So when it when it happens to somebody else, it's like at least it wasn't me because I've done the. I, I mean, I just, I mean, I sold like about seventy five Mahomes rookie cards on eBay and a lot for. We're not saying not in a lot, but in various lots for mm -hmm. the total was like maybe three hundred, four hundred dollars max. Like it was, I uh, saw so yeah. But jokes, oh. jokes on whoever bought my stuff because it was a GMA seven. So oh yeah, take yeah. it, <laughs> take it, boys. So I want to jump into the next like thought that I'm just having as we go. It's like grading companies, like. Yes. You've seen, you know, PSA still backed up, super expensive. Like expensive. that ain't coming down anytime soon. And if it does, you know, you're going to have to grade cards at $50 a pop, 100%. Yes. Yep. B BGS, same thing. SGC's kind of taken over the market because the return times are actually doing quite, doing quite well. But then you see a bunch of one-off companies that are popping up over and over and over. So that's kind of what's your thought on that? Like, are these all these companies going to be kind of like a one year and done? Is SGC going to stay as the number three tier, or do they have the opportunity to bump into that two spot? Yeah, uh, dude. Well, we all know. I mean, we all can deep down and hope and pray that there'd be somebody that can bump in. But PSA and BGS, they got locked, right? But so I love SGC. Actually, just in my first submission there, because I just have always been attracted to the slabs. I'm a big like when buying top loaders, I always try to find black borders, but now it's impossible because top loaders, as we all know, are see you later. But um, I love them. I can I understand why the hate is there. They're not the most attractive slabs. You do have to have a taste for them. I think they're honest graders. I really enjoy their three weeks, and you, from what I've heard, a lot of times it's under that. So I'm excited to see when I get mine back. They received it like Saturday, so um, Saturday to. Next three Saturdays from now, I guess. But um, I think they are very. They're gonna. Okay, let me control my thoughts a little better. So when people talk about SGC, they're like, oh man, it's like, what, what would you guys say an SGC ten is versus a PSA ten? What What do you think the uh, like? What's the percentage off? I I've seen on just depending like various different cards, it go from like sixty, like two thirds, sixty six percent, sixty five percent, up to like, in some cases, like within ten percent. Yeah, see, that's, that's exactly. I would say about like sixty-five ish to seventy-five on average. Yeah, so, but if so, if you can get that back in three weeks, and if you're whole, okay, because everybody, you know, in in sports cards, they have their PC. Then obviously, has everybody has their moves. Like for me, my PC, my true true PC is like Mahomes and Devontae Graham. Those guys, I'll go find their cards anywhere. And it sucks about Mahomes, but Devontae Graham's awesome because he's super cheap. But um, like if you're doing it for the flip, it's like, you know, time is money. Why would you rather wait a full year? And you don't even know what the market's going to do in a year because um, who knows? And then you have, or you can wait three weeks and pretty much guarantee it's going to be around the same, especially if it's an off season that you can guarantee you lock in some profits if that's your thing. Yep. And then the thing with PSA, which I really don't like, which I actually just learned this today. And so I was, you guys, you guys, do you guys know who Gun is or they call me Gun? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I tried to buy a couple of my homes off him. <laughs> Did you not you get a deal? Me, you sent me to him to buy a couple of my homes off him. No deals? 
No, he wouldn't let me buy him. Dude, it's weird because he's like a guy. Ah, I should have told him I sent you. Did I? Did I ever show you that the red prism that I got? Not you. Well, you bought a red prism Mahomes. I have it. I got it in a trade. I got a red prism Mahomes out of forty nine. Yeah, the checkerboard PSA one. Oh, you uh, the, was it the? Oh, the one that looks like a checkerboard. Yeah. Yeah, I had. I I didn't post it. I didn't post I didn't it because. Oh, I yeah. didn't post it got because trade, I knew as soon like, as I'd I post it, I'd have 27 messages about it. So I just kindly slowly like played it. And then I actually found a collector. Um, like a he just collects Mahomes. He does he's not he just buys Mahomes, he's not an investor, he just collects. What's Mahomes? A young guy, and he bought it for like twenty two thousand or something like that. That's a that's a that's a that's a fun move right there. See, that's a movie making you like that was fun to own that card for a bit. It was yeah. it was it was really cool. I'll, I'll send you the picture. I'll send you the picture. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta see, dude, because I've only seen the, uh, I've seen, I've seen that card one time, but it was like a PSA seven, so yeah. that's only person. Never got, I mean, or an, or owner. So, but anyway, so Gun, big. If you guys don't know who Gun is, they call me Gun on Instagram. He's a big, uh, big. He's a big vocalist in the hobby. I'd say he really calls it like people, like companies calls PSA at all the time, and he really so, and he is very, very like. So this is what I mean by this. So he sent an order. Um, of 156 cards and 120 of them got tens on this. He sent it in and got submit or he sent it on September 10th. And then he had a, the other half of the order, which and he was, and he told me, he's like, I was just going to see what they would, the discrepancy. So he sent it one half December 10th. And then another batch, which was even more is like 200 cards. Three days later, he gets that second batch back five months after he gets back the first batch. And he gets like a total of 20 tens versus the 120 tens. And it was the same submission. He's like, so he's like, first of all, how is it five months from three days apart? And second of all, what is the discrepancy? What was the time limit on that? Let's see. This is a 20 day sub and it ended up being six months. And I got a PSA five. On hey, dude, a, you saw the Pokemon ones that I got, right? I had, yeah. You got like what, a seven and an I eight? I got an eight on the Charizard. Recently? Uh yeah, I just got yeah. it back this last week. I I waited 13 months for that sub. I have on a 20 13, day. I have two. Day. I have two of these V Maxes that I pulled that are exactly the same. I cleaned them, looked it over. One got a 10. One got a five. Yeah. Oh God. So yeah. See, that's what I don't get. And so, and to his point, he's like, dude, a company this big, how is there's this much problem still? And like, and I agree. It's like, it's like, if you're gonna be the premium. Like if you're talking about the premium breaker, whoever the premium breaker is, to me in my eyes, I always love, I always like watching Car Collector too when he does breaks. I was, he's he's awesome. Ryan's awesome and stuff. So I was like him. Um, Beth, you need to come. You need to come towards Columbus. I live two minutes from his shop. I know. I, I thought you did. Cause I remember you posting something like last year about it. And I, I yeah. need to. I, I got to. I want to check out his shop sometime this year. So I definitely will yeah. be. It's it's Plus, terrible. Tell me when you're him. coming. I'll, you can stay <laughs> we'll here. Stay there. We'll just probably spend the day. Yeah, probably. Might have to. But you know, it's like. Well, you would expect if he's considered, which I don't know, whoever considered the best breakers, wouldn't you expect the best quality, best everything? So if we're going to say PSA is the best, why did they get held to such, or why do we let them jump over such low bars that they set? Like, why can't, why doesn't the customer, like, that's, I don't know. Did you hear, okay, so do you guys watch uh, or listen to Sports Card Nonsense with Mike Gio? Yeah. I've seen, I've not listened to it yet, though. Okay, so Mike is, he's a big He's he's got he's a guy who will tell it like it is like your friend they mm -hmm. call me a gun so Mike had um, Nat Turner on to talk about PSA and one of the questions was 
you know, do you notice a difference in your grading? Have you guys graded the same over the past 18 months? And Nat Turner said, we have not changed our grading over the past 18 months. That is a lie, beyond a lie, because there, there is like statistics that people have made about the grading and how they normally were getting, you know, 80, 90% gem rates are down to like 45% gem rates. And they're, they've been consistently grading yeah. for like 10 plus years with PSA. And now it's changing. And it's like, you can't, that's the, like, you can't do that. Just you're, what you're doing is you're controlling pop reports. You're not grading the card for what the card is. Mm -hmm. And that's not what you should be doing. The whole point of grading is to grade a based on a criteria, not the name on the card. Yep. No, I, yeah. I mean, but, oh, because then you could, I mean, you could dig with, you could, you guys could do a whole episode of PSA, probably talk for 12 hours, I feel like. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. You, you look at like a perfect example is like clay cards. You know, when we did our first submission with clay cards, like tens, 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 tens. Yeah. Tens. My job is like 95%. Now you look at it, he's got like a stack of like 10 tens and a stack about 99s and 128s. And it's just like a guy who, like Neil said, has uh, like 98% gem rate. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. yeah. It, and it's not the cards are that terrible. And it's not like he's doing a poor job. It's they've changed something. And yeah. they're not telling you. Well, didn't they come, didn't Nat come out and literally say like in his first couple of weeks or months there, he's like, we specialize on grading thicker cards now. It's like. I didn't hear that, but. So I, he says that. I and don't know. He says, but so it's like, why are you going to like like him saying we haven't changed the process. Like that's such a blatant lie. Cause like, even if they haven't, or even if technically it comes down to being that true, something has changed and everybody's noticed. Not the just, metric has changed. Yeah. Something has changed. And like, I mean, real quick one, I want to talk, touch on the, like some other, uh, I like CSG a lot. I really like the look of their slabs. They made them thinner. I like the green on them. I like how clear they are. Um, I don't think they'll ever, I don't think they will change because they've been they've been doing it for a while and they've kind of stuck in the ways. But um, other than that, honestly, there's not a car, like like I don't know what you guys thoughts on HGA, but HGA I like for PC cards, yep. not for resale value. Yep, because I think the one problem with my with HGA is when they first came out and their customer service on Twitter, and they were just like arguing with customers over their mistake. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like. <laughs> yeah are you a 17 year old kid who made this company that's not how it, yeah that's not how it's supposed to go <laughs> yeah always just like that has always turned me away from hga but i will say they do have the best looking for pca some of the sickest looking stuff mm -hmm. i used to when when gma was still like two dollars and fifty cents to get a base card slabbed up i would yeah. just do that just for fun just to have things slabbed up i mean yeah. I'd spend a couple cool. hundred of them but who wasn't there someone recently that said they were going to start doing just uh, slabbed cases there's a lot there's a lot of companies like protex one uh no but uh, like one of the big three oh as in how what do you mean huh like slab like they were going to make cases for they were just going to basically just slab it with no grade slab it with no grade just basically just an off, basically an authentic basically like just a a custom slab basically so that way your card is protected in a slab and it's not gonna deteriorate in yeah condition well, there's so guys there it's there's guys that do that like elite car grading does it um i think it's like 12 or 15 bucks a card and it just says pro tech on the back and it's just the card that's slabbed i mean did you see the uh video i sent you at burbank sports cards yes did you see that open? 
Oh, it was in Poland. Which was it? The uh, new PSA slab, or was it the, no, was it was it the, the random slab and they put it back together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a new hell? card company, a new grading company. You literally, like pried it apart and then like yeah. snapped it back together. That was so, like, that's what you're paying for. Like, come yeah. on. And I think that that okay. All these card companies that are. Uh oh. Am I? Am I? Yeah, you're still good. Oh, Fef, Fef, Fef's down. Fef's down. <laughs> well, we, Fef's down. We, we lost Fef. Oh, no. <laughs> Mid, midstream, oh. we lost Fef. Oh, no. Yeah. But no, like, kind of like he was saying. He'll come back in. Yeah. Like, there's just so many pop-ups of, you know, different companies. Even like card sleeves now and top loaders, like we were talking this week about that new top loader company that Rip and Gypsy's been using. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shield yeah. uh and, Shield Titan. And I saw Mikey B cards put something out. Like he's like, be weary of some of these other top loader companies because they're all just trying to pump out to make money. Of that course. really the quality of them is sacrificing on it. And, I, and it just made me think of like, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I really don't use top loaders anymore, mostly because I buy graded cards or sealed cards. Oh, and one Graded cards or one touches. Yeah. Like so, that's what I was looking for last night. Like if I'm going to buy things now, it's more likely like, yeah, I don't I don't need much top loaders anymore. But yeah, like I don't one touches really will don't be the thing. Them. All right. Fef is back. Okay. Dude, my Wi-Fi literally uh -oh. I almost Awkward. Only this room at house just box everything is coming to. I'd like my phone in Yeah, sorry. I'm back. That's on the Burger King network. He got that Burger King Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, Beth. Uh, I have Burger King Wi-Fi this tonight. That's why that's why we started late, so that's on me. Is he dead? I think he's dead again. Oh no! Abby oh, said no. he's he's, he's talking in hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah, like Stan speaking yeah. Russian. Yeah, you're good now. I went on my phone hotspot to try to. We're good now. Make it better. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. good. Now. You said Burger King Wi-Fi. I said no more phone. So there we go. That was that. Sorry about that. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, guys. I like Burger King. I got a good chicken sandwich, and I'm fat. So. Yeah, you are fat. Hundred percent. Taco sauce they used to do. I don't know if you remember that's way that's like 15 years ago. Taco, taco sauce, dude. They didn't even sell tacos, just taco sauce was so good. He's speaking, he's talking hieroglyphics. <laughs> that's funny. But um, yeah, it, sorry. You said we're talking food now. All right, where were we at? We were with uh where was it? What were we talking about? Crappy grading, grading companies. Yeah. I was talking with I was talking with Caleb when you when you cut off about top loaders and sleeves and like all these other startup companies making top loaders and sleeves that quality is kind of sacrificing right now. Oh my God. A lot of that stuff. This company I just bought from like half, you, half the top loaders are not even usable. I had to throw them away and I messaged them and they were like, Oh, sorry, we're just in pre-production right now. And I was like, what? okay. Well, <laughs> well you not need to get your Burger King top loaders out of my system. Yeah, yeah. That's not, not my problem. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Right. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, I'm start, the start rubbing here. some of that McDonald's oil on it. Get it working. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, did is uh, Jaguars are playing tonight, aren't they? Jags are playing. I'm gonna check T. Law's stats. That was yeah. Good. What do you guys, who do you guys think out of? Uh, first of all, I think this quarterback class is gonna be really good, but I don't think T. Law is the guy personally. Who do you guys think's the guy? 
out of this class? This class, yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Zach Wilson. Wait, what was the question? Who's the guy? Who's the who's the number one prospect out of this class? So Trey, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. Well, who, who's the number one prospect? Who's going to be sorry. the most successful? Who's going to be most successful? Yep, not the number one prospect. Well, I mean, prospecting wise, it's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but the most successful is probably going to be either Justin Fields or Trey Lance because of the teams they're on. Yeah, um, teams make a huge difference. I mean, Zach Wilson looked great in the preseason game this past weekend. Problem is, he plays for the Jets. Yeah, yeah. and that organization hasn't been good since. Neil O'Donnell was the quarterback. He plays the their most success in the past twenty years. Maybe. Yeah, like, okay. Jameis Pennington, that's the last quarterback oh, that I can God. think of did anything. Vinny, Vinny Testaverde. Oh, Ed. God. Oh, Chad Penny. But oh. even then, like, those guys were those are ground those trash. Are, yeah, those are – yeah. So, Jameis Winston, by the way, QB number one in my eyes. Nine for ten for tonight, 123 yards and two tutties. Yeah, Great. he's got Good the – T-Wall went 14 for 23, uh, 113 yards, one sack, 73 rating. Yeah. His, see, his issue is going to be that they don't have really good offensive line that's good at pass protection. Their run, their, run, their run blocking is great. I mean, we saw that last year with James Robinson. But Tre- Trevor's, Trevor's not in a good position to succeed like Justin Fields is. Well, even Justin Fields doesn't really have a great offensive line. Trey Lance is probably the best guy to succeed, and it's not because he's got the talent. But he's got the pieces around him. But he has the talent around him. Yeah. He's in the situation for sure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right yeah. Yeah. Very, very simple. Even, a, even better because I would almost say a better – I don't know. The weapons aren't near as good, but I'd say the defense is, I mean, way better that he's walking into. And that line is really good. So, yeah, it's – I, I like him. He's he's the stud. Lawrence is going to get hit a lot in Jacksonville. That is true. Lawrence will get hit a lot in Jacksonville. Yep, hundred percent. And he's going to. I think this is my opinion. I think he's going to be a checkdown quarterback. He's going to have to dump it off because you think of Jacksonville, you don't have any big time number one big play receivers. You got you know DJ Chark and some other Marvin yeah. and Chanel. Well, you got. That's, e- I think that's probably why they were trying. Why. Uh, Urban was probably trying to get Travis Etienne to kind of work off that system, that kind mm-hmm. of like system wide receiver running back, because he's going to have to check down and get the ball away. He's going to have to catch the ball fifteen times a game. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's going to. And James be- Robinson is not your guy who's who needs to catch the ball. He needs to. If run they had a great line, then the Etienne pick was dumb. But you guys are right. You're so spot on with that. I didn't really think about the checkdowns. Yeah, because you don't really need Etienne if you have a great line because you. Can kill it with the run game, but yeah, they're they're going to struggle. Like the expectations are too high for him. I think no matter what he does this year, people are going to say it's a bad year unless they make the playoffs. And yeah. He plays he plays in a tough to, a tough defensive. Oh, very tough division very minus the Texans. Yeah, Texans are going to be. That's but a weird situation. Oh, man. They're going to win a game this year. That's a oh man. Who's who are their quarterbacks on their roster? I don't. It's want to the, know. Don't tell me Deshaun Watson. He does. He might be on the <laughs> roster, but he ain't touching the field. No, no. It's uh, I, I literally heard his name today because I was listening to uh, the radio and they said his name and I was like, I got to look it up now. But dude, they have freaking uh. Do they even have wide receiver running back Philip Lindsay and they have Brandon Cooks? That's about it for their, for their Man, did, did Philip Lindsay get like 
totally hosed out of the way he's played the past three years. Oh, 100%. The most, the most productive running back in Denver. And they were just like, mm, uh, we're good. We're going we're gonna to let you go. We're going to go get Joe Flacco and uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll throw in uh, get Melvin Gordon. He just did nothing for the past three years. But we'll get Elway, Elway must have really not liked Terrell Davis when he was there. Because he hates, he hates his running. Oh back. yeah, he does. Oh yeah, He's all about his QBs. I, I, their, their best running back, I feel like that they've actually stuck to is like, no Sean Marino, recently. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't even stick with CJ answer CJ Anderson. Anderson they let him yeah. go. Yeah, CJ was a beast. I don't know why they let CJ Anderson go. Yeah, Wasn't was was Monty Ball there for a little bit? Monty yeah, Ball but he fumbled for every three. four snaps. Wow. Was it even a full season? I don't think so. I think, I think they benched him after like. The oh fall. wait, wait. The Texans are good guys. They can... oh, this is, they got a Tyrod and Davis Mills. They okay, were... so as long as nobody stabs Tyrod in the in the lungs, might as well just pick up Brandon Whedon and Tom Savage off the off the, <laughs> the free agent list. And that's honestly what Minshew's looking for a team. Because I watched Brandon – I was sitting in the seats. I watched Brandon Whedon, the third-string quarterback, come over and smoke the Colts at home. I'm pretty so, sure Brandon Whedon is, like, seat, older dude. than my dad. That was – Yeah, he's, he's, he's like he, – he was a rookie at 28, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like he was. He was. He was Didn't a grown – draft him in, like, a first round, too. As, as Jim Rohn would say, he was a grown-ass man. He was a grown-ass man. <laughs> That's probably why the Browns took him. They're like, he's the oldest one in this class. Uh, he's a grandpa. So what is because it's a weird situation just to watch from the outside, but what what do you do with Deshaun? Like what is that situation? You hold him knowing that he's gonna play for a different team. Yeah, are you saying like with card wise? No, I'm just saying like football in general. Dude, I have I don't like, play you see him, he walks off the field, you know, he's going to practice, but he's not practicing. He walks off the field, looks right at the meeting and goes, Why are you filming me? It's the same yeah. shit every day. Like that doesn't help your trade status, yeah. man. And, and and what the public thinks about you. He's in a – I don't know what happened to him because he – like at Clemson, he seemed like just a, a hardworking, like grinded out, just a, a good guy. Let's be and honest. All, Everybody looks like that on the outside, but on the inside. It's like John Jones. When we go back to John Jones, like – Great oh, fighter. Was, but no, no, no. John was John was to start, but then what happened was he started winning, and then when you start winning, that's when. Okay, then go, we'll go football. football. We'll we'll go football. How about Darius Geis? Oh yeah, or even I didn't, no. Darius Geis was from LSU. That's like basically a criminal anyway. That's well, a Florida State criminal. Oh, hey, Joe Mixon. <laughs> Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man. Hey, Pac-Man though. Who's got, boxing this weekend? FYI, I saw that. Yep, I saw that. You. I will say though, Pac-Man is probably one of my. One of my, if not favorite, people to listen to tell stories. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys ever watch the Pat McAfee podcast? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So whenever he hops on there, dude, he's so damn funny. He gives it exact. So got to cut him a little bit of leniency. But, yeah, he, another case there. That's for sure. Pac-Man will throw hands at the drop of a hat. Well, the, the, the one in the airport, the story about the airport, him fighting that guy. <laughs> yes. me. That's awesome. Dude, he's such a funny guy. Now he's doing he, – dude, it's so cool because he definitely is like, yeah, I made a ton. I made a fuck ton of mistakes, but – I'm trying to right my wrongs now, and he is. He's doing a lot, so he's a cool guy. But yeah, those other guys, dirtbags, dirtbags, straight, straight dirtbags. Ray Lewis killed two people allegedly. Allegedly, very hey, much. There's, there's, there is more evidence against Marvin Harrison than there is against Ray Lewis. Just saying. OJ still has his Heisman, and Reggie Bush oh, does not. 
yeah, that's that's, true. that's that a true, true crime right there. That is a true crime, hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. that pisses me off. When I when I saw that they said no again the other day, I was so freaking pissed. I was like, yep, yeah, this is it. I'm done with college football. Like I can't stand it after this anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I never college football's trash. The NC well, it's, the NCAA is a joke. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute joke. Like, well, whatever. Everybody can make all the money, but Reggie Bush. They're just a building. No, they're just no, a no. building in Indianapolis, and you see, if you look, there's job postings every weekend for people to work. Nobody wants to work at the NCAA. Really? Yeah. It doesn't make. I mean, they're the no. I mean, the, they call it the no fun league. But what does the NCAA stand for? The really no fun league, like the. Well, I don't know if you. So my first year of college football was the final year where, if you remember. You could only wear gloves that were gray. Yep. Uh, they were like the, the whole. Are you talking about like just in, in apparel in general? They couldn't even wear anything. Apparel in general. If you were to yeah. wear gloves, they had to be gray. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was from that. that 20, was it 2015, 2016? It, 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 it's been removed if any, in the past. I don't know. 2012? It had to be it was before. It was before 2010. It was because, 20. It was. Uh, 2009. It was. A, I know Oregon started doing stuff in 2010 with all the crazy uniforms. Yeah, 2009 was the final year of that because then the next season we got a Nike sponsorship and had actually good stuff. Who's your college? Indiana State. So wow. first year was with New Balance. Second two years was with uh, Nike, and then our my final year was Adidas. You see, I like I like Adidas the best, to be completely honest. Adidas is great. You know what? I don't sleep on New Balance. Like oh, New, New Balance has some. New great. Balance is great for baseball. Yeah, that's the best baseball. Oh, yeah. they, they, they're kind of like uh in a way, I mean they're they go hand in hand with tops because they do baseball so well. And then like if they were majestic trying to pick is up. the other one for baseball. Who? Majestic. Oh majestic. Oh, majestic. Oh, yeah, all my shirts are majestic. All right. Do you think Herbert's gonna have a good second season? Yeah, it won't be as good as the first one, though. Okay, I hope he has a great year because I want to see a division where they have two top tier quarterbacks going back and forth. So that's, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. How many touchdown passes does he have against the Raiders in two games? Oh, eight. How, how many? Ten. Five and three. Four and four and four. Five and five. It's got to be something like that. Yeah, the Raiders are trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> dog. I think he has a decent, but Sam also asked about Instagram is dying out now that we're not Lucas. Sorry about that, man. Um, with that question, uh, I yeah, I definitely think Instagram we're breaking because Instagram. I'm going to lay it out completely honest. Instagram is there a lot of influencers of every single brand and every single type of any type of whatever. Influ Instagram is the number one platform for that, and so it's always going to get flooded out with people. That are uh, you know care more about this than truly giving information that's relevant. Collecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think it's dying out in that sense because I think a lot of collectors are like, dude, man, like this is getting toxic. I mean, for me, I was almost done breaking because of Instagram. I was like, it's so toxic. People, all people care about is who can throw more money around on Instagram. Do you think? Do you think it's? Do you think it's dying out to the collector, or do you think it's dying out to all of the hobbies? Sorry. Man. Um. Mm, I think it's dying out more for the non-collector that was hype, getting in on the hype. And I, and the only reason I say that, I think it's because the, in a, in the, man, I'm trying, I'm trying to silence using my phone. Um, they, uh, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for one sec, let me get to it. 
<laughs> yeah, my three pennies don't get that many messages. It's my group chat with my brother. Um, <laughs> they're talking about video games, so it's pretty nerdy. But um, what video games? I think we're talking about Rocket League or something right now. Oh. But, uh, New they, Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, that is yeah, it's that time of year. Holy cow! Oh yeah, probably gonna do they're that. gonna ruin that game. Yeah, dude. Cod. But anyway, so with Instagram, I think it dies out into the point with no. Uh, because you're right, what not in loop, it is such a better experience on there because with Instagram, when you want to buy something, you got to hop out, you got to go and you got to make sure and you got 15 second delay with loop and everything. Um, you see That's a good point. immediately like payment literally goes through. Like if I were, if I were to type something to you right now and you guys are live like on loop or whatnot, immediately goes through. And that's why I really, really, really think is the, uh, the, and the payment and payment, everything, everything's just so much easier on, on those oh, yeah. apps. So, so how do you get verified as a, a breaker or a seller? Um, so with, uh, with, I got to tell him to stop texting. Just <laughs> stop, stop texting. Give me like, I'm on the best podcast in the world right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't have, you don't have to lie to the people. Hey, we're, yeah. we're, pretty, we're pretty trashy. No, no, no. You guys are like very trash. Bruce, you guys very well kill it. I'm going to give you guys praise in a sec, too, because i got to give you guys a lot of praise. But um, with Verify and Loop, this is what I'm going to say. So I got verified with both of them. I didn't even reach out to Loop. They reached out to me. Um, whatnot, all they care about is making money right now. They don't mm -hmm. care if they're around in a year. And that's just from what I gathered. So here's my horror story with whatnot. I went on live one night. Only not, only time I'll ever do whatnot. Sold a ton of stuff for cheap too. It was like I basically sold a box of prison retail for like three hundred dollars, like a box of like select uh, or sorry, prism hobby for like basically cost and like and I didn't care. I was, I had it all shipped out that night because like if you don't ship it out in two days, you get a strike. So they then emailed me three days later after me not being able to ship and they're like, oh sorry, we can't figure it out. We'll try to figure it out. A week goes by, they can't figure out why I can't print off labels because with whatnot you have to ship with their labels. They then emailed me on a, on a Monday night at like 9.30. And they were like, hey, sorry, we can't figure it out. We're just canceling all the orders. I was like, I don't even care other than the fact. It's like the customer, what are they going to say? Like, oh, dude, this courtside polls guy is just straight scamming us. So I, that's what I told them instantly. Two minutes later, they're like, oh, we figured it out. It's all good to go. I was like, how hard? So they don't give a two shits about their customer service and their and, and how, how their sellers are doing. Hmm. He was loop. Loop vets all of their sellers. So if they hear about like one bad thing a seller's doing, they won't allow them to sell because they want everybody that's reputable and they want people that are, they'll like watch your streams where you do it before and they don't need to be, they can, you know, it's really easy to tell what type of breaker somebody is. And then they, they want that, you know, like that, hey, I care about you. I care about your package. I care about what you're getting. I'm going to try to give you that value no matter, you know, that I'm selling you myself as well. And so they are really more vetting and, um, they truly just care about the whole card community a ton more than whatnot. Um, and you know, whatnot's a great app, you know, at the end of the day, but that's just my two cents on it too. But to, to Samuel, to your question, that very big reason Instagram will die out is because they're snagging a lot of breakers from Instagram as well. Like there's only like Mamba and daddy rips or like in Bay area pool, like the only three guys that I follow that regularly do very well. And everybody else has gone to like whatnot, it feels like, or, or doing whatever they do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad it you, you've talked and at least, you know, made it seem like they're trying to verify people, kind of like what my slabs does. Exactly. You know, you got to have you got to have some credibility to be able to be a breaker. And that's yep. that's good in this hobby because everybody wants to start up and start being a breaker. And then all of a sudden, like, 
somebody would... gets in on like a these startup puny little people will start up like oh let's do a four way for this and then yeah. it's like no one but no one pays for it and then all of a sudden you see 12 different my stories on instagram about some guy who didn't pay or something yeah dude, somebody we, who did pay and they, remember they we did we tried to do that for a couple months and i was just like by the end i was like dude breaking's not for dude for I, like, breaking was great when we were doing it because at the time we could get product and like generally like the hobby was in a good place but then it got so saturated with so many breakers. And then like Feff said, dude, it just got toxic. Like just yes, toxic. do it. Like people were talking shit. Yeah, like, let's be honest. Like I try, it's all about, I love to be positive here, but don't talk shit. If you don't want to fight me, like I tried to, like I try, I train to fight six days a week. So like, <laughs> I know you're not going to say anything in person. So don't say it online. That's my biggest pet peeve too. That, that exactly. Couldn't have said it better. But yeah, in, in breaking, I'll fight, you. Hey, I'll, I'll fight you with love. I already, I got a black. You eye. can't choke me out because I don't have a neck. <laughs> That's true. World's undefeated. Um, but breaking, I really, you know, it is. People say all the times, like, man, it's free money, dude. The time that goes into like shipping and like actually finding product worth making a dollar on, dude. It's like, damn. It's like I'm so ready to transition out at this stage out of my life and like continue to break, but like get more into collecting what i want to collect more and i'm just really excited for that aspect agreed i you know i got we were all caught up during the pandemic of buying boxes breaking this and that and i think over the last few months and i think the national also going to the national kind of helped me you know find out what i want to do with this hobby and especially like this podcast like you know it's not like me and neil have had long discussions about you know what you know it's great that that uh Graded shipped and my slap or uh, uh, slap protector or slap Black savers has, has sponsored us. Like we're not looking for sponsors. Like we're looking just for like you know just to talk about cards and talk to people about cards and what do you like and, and who are you collecting and talk sports and it's just like it got like so out of whack that you know I kind of lost the love of why I got into it. Like I started because I would when I was younger I just read the back of the football cards and figure out who Stan Humphreys was when he was playing for the, the chargers and yeah. this and that, like I lost that love. And now like redirecting back into it, it's like, Oh, I got a plan. I have a legit plan now. It's not about money. It's about fun. Exactly. Yes. It's like being reintroduced back to your love for what collecting and cards was. Yeah. Really. And like, York, you freaking kill it. Like every time I see you post stuff, it's like, damn, this guy's having more fun than anybody. That's like, only because I found a nice app that makes it look professional. <laughs> it's like, not even that. Dude. It's just like, looks like you're just enjoying your time in the hobby so much more than me right now. And I'm so jealous of that. And half because you have, like, you've owned or had or still have half of my biggest cards I want. But <laughs> I don't I'm enjoy sure the work out a deal for like one or two pennies or something. I, I, I don't enjoy the text messages at two, two, three o'clock in the morning saying, Hey, you should buy this on eBay. It's like, dude, yeah, I don't have the money you know, right now. You know, Caleb, you buy, if you think about it, uh -huh. you buy like 10, $50 cards. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Versus me where I will buy the one, $500 Eric but, Dickerson patch auto that I'm going to post tomorrow. So be ready for it. But you have a different thought on different things that you like. So it's like, I'll spend the hundred dollars on a Steven Seagal. Leaf so auto. I, I, I am just, 
I've told you this plenty of times. I'm greedy because I want the patch game worn Very and true. I want the freaking ink on it. If it doesn't have ink on it and the guy didn't touch it with his sweaty balls before he signed it, <laughs> I, know. I don't want it. I want I want dragon nuts all over the card and then you sign it with your nuts like that's what I want. I want hey, your DNA on my card. I got some stuff coming in the next week that I think you'll enjoy. Dude, I just okay. Well, I that's like when you show me that Earl Campbell and the Jim Plunkett, like that's like that's I think it just makes the card complete when you have the patch and the auto and the play. And it's and it's game. Yes, game game. Used. It does, and I think you know. I got uh, I got a Franco Harris. I got a uh, Fran Tarkington, and I think a Maurice Jones Drew coming next week, and the Antonio Brown, the Antonio Brown. One. Oh, I love Maurice Jones Drew. That's one of my favorite. That reminds me, hey Fef, you do you collect? Do you collect just Mahomes or do you collect Kansas City players? Kansas City, uh, all, all Kansas City players. Depending okay. on there's, a, I'll send you. There's a game used Eric Berry three color patch auto. Oh, that I have on my watch list. It's like, I think I think it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, Gary said he's my all-time favorite Chiefs of all time, especially his story. Yeah, who doesn't like the story of a guy who beat cancer and comes back and plays in the Fort Wayne, Indiana? Yeah. Oh, is he really? he's from he's from Indiana? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Wow, because he went to he's a he's a bull. But yeah, Where, what school did he go to? In Tennessee, right? They're Texas. No, Texas. no, 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 no. High school. Oh, sorry. probably Snyder. Fort Wayne Schneider or, or Lures. Bishop Lures. Yeah, I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Man, that Eric Berry, such a bad guy. But hey, speaking of now, I want to talk about this defensive players. I just, for the light of me, do not get, I mean, I understand why, but dude, they're so cheap. They're so cheap. Yeah. Like, like I've been collecting one for a long time. I picked up this Chase Young today out of eight for like literally. I think it was like two seventy five today. I paid. That's it's super cheap. Right? Players are ungodly underrated it doesn't make any sense because to me sometimes the biggest plays happen from the defensive play obviously we remember the touchdowns but when we're talking about hits nobody remembers the offensive player laying the truck sick it's always yeah. it's always the hits we've had this discussion uh we had this discussion with squints like we're still waiting for when are the running backs when are the wide receivers the players when, like like deandre hopkins like i'm buying a ton of deandre hopkins because yeah. i believe you know DeAndre Hopkins, he's a top three wide receiver in the league. Like year, every year, in opinion, no matter who's the quarterback. When's he's he gonna get two. some love? Yeah. He's number two. Devontae Adams is number one, but D Hop's number DK's, two. DK's, DK's, no question. DK's number one. Tyreek's number three, though. I can't put Tyreek outside the top three. Yeah, Tyreek's closing the distance, but yeah, I think it's just because D and him are just D Hop and DT are just out of this world. Yeah, That's why I bought the, this now. That's why and I bought it for so long. That's sick. Dude, gold standard's so good. I, I it's funny, good as a gold. That's but I Squid Center doesn't get enough love. Other than this year, for some random reason, got love. But I wish they'd do more on-card autos. I, I yeah. do. I do. They, they don't do a lot. Do they even do on-card autos at all? On, on they have few. They do a few on-card autos. Yeah. Oh, it's always the vets too. Though it's always like the Hall of Gold. I feel yep. like. Yep. I did pull my favorite card of all time, Justin Tucker, uh, auto out of ten from Gold Center last year, and. J- J- Tucker's like my my boy. I love Tucker. He's he, he's won me my only fantasy football championship ever. So that's why I gotta love him. But so I was pretty amped on that. Fef, what is your top five football products? Oh, dude, that's tough. Um, go 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 five to one. Um, okay, number five is probably gonna be gold standard because I I've always loved gold standard in the looks. Four is gonna be national treasure because I think out of. Or yeah, four's national treasure. 
Um, man, I can't even put select in there after retail this year, but I'll put select up until this year. And number two, optic. I love optic. And then flawless, number one, probably. I love, flawless is just such a, it's expensive, but man, they don't make a bad box in flawless, it seems like. But mm -hmm. optic. Optics, my true number one, because I love the, and you guys touched on it earlier, has that true, you know, tops look, and they're 100% right. They're the closest thing to the refractors and tops. There's the hollow. Yep. So, what, what, do you, what, do you, what would you guys say? What's yours, Neil? Um, I'll do mine. I'll do mine from one down. Okay. It's Flawless, National Treasures, Immaculate. And then Man. from there, does it have to be current? No. Oh, it doesn't? No. All right, take everything back. Okay. Um, oh, it's not Oh, yeah. Do you want to redo now, Seth? I mean, I'll keep it, but I'll just add my number one. Oh, I don't even know what my number one would be. Um, I would either. I can go and then you, yeah, you can go. Take... You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Flawless. I'll do flawless. Mm -hmm. Exquisite. Oh, okay. And then um, National Treasures, Top's Finest, awesome. and then probably SP Authentic. Yeah, I put SP Authentic. That, that SP Authentic, or just, yeah. It, if I'm going to add ones that list out of the retired products, it would definitely be SP Authentic. That was my favorite growing up. That's what I bought that for the most of. It's still, I've been watching, I've been looking at a lot of it on eBay. Like, it's, I love SP Authentic. My number one is Immaculate. Crap, I totally forgot Contenders. All right. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, Optic Contenders. Oh Take out Top's Finest. Put in Contenders. <laughs> Take out Top's Finest. Put in See, contenders. that's the hard contenders. part about making a top five is you keep thinking about, like, there's a lot of great products. And then you go back to the Fanatics thing is, like, I don't want to lose, but maybe I can gain some of these SP Authentics coming back or... That'd be nice. It would be. Yeah, that would be nice. But man, that's a dream right there. That's more of a dream. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Bland, no, not two dollars. Not two, basically two dollars from what it, what it, what it, yeah. But yeah, yeah, dude, man, it's so sad. Like when you, when we start thinking about cards, and especially like when you're you guys know you're you're around cards like literally twenty four seven and thinking about them. It's like, but then you always forget about literally the products we ripped growing up and stuff. And it's like. It's like how do you how do we be like so regularly forget how amazing those products were and how much joy they brought us versus now we're like ah oh, well at least it's a sticker like at least there's an <laughs> yeah <laughs> ain't that the truth at least, it's, at least it's the same color patch as the jersey he's wearing yeah, yeah same right. team. that dude that actually is what pisses me off the most oh do what they did uh they did cam anchors that way they put him they uh, some of the patches they had were of the old Rams. Which Cam Akers never wore. One of them, yeah, never close. Yeah, and I was like, "Really? That's what you're gonna do?" Yeah, like that's that's sad. That's really bad. That's I really saw bad. Panini use. I can't remember the player because it was a product I broke recently, and I was like, "And it was their." I want to say it was football. Some it was a wide receiver for one of them. Um, can't remember who though. But their their patch was like their college colors, and none of their alternatives for the pro jerseys were on. So I'm like, did they just really use a college patch and a pro like? There's no, they're gonna get around this and say they didn't, but it very Did much. You see the up. Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. So they made the Trey Lance patch cards, right? The big yeah. jumbo patches. Mm -hmm. They used North Dakota 
as the patch, not North Dakota State, North Dakota as the patch. That's the two different. Yeah, college. that's two, two different colleges and two different colors. Yep, that is. It was gray and dark green. It wasn't the green and yellow. This? I, I know. I know that because I played against both teams because I'm in that conference. Oh yeah. my! Isn't that sad? That's terrible. Yeah. Wait. So was that with Immaculate? Yeah. Oh man! Just came out. Yeah, I just, I just have, I just got two boxes in today, so hopefully we don't get no Trey, 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 Trey No, yeah, dude, that is, that's bad. Like that is very, very bad. Yeah, if it's green and silver, that's North Dakota. What, green what is and, their mascot? Who? North Dakota? Yeah. I don't think they have a mascot. Uh, North Dakota it was State. Some kind of like gray little State, bird or something. Just North Dakota State's the Bison. Amazing yeah. stadium to play in. That was an is, awesome. Is indoor. Experience. Yeah, oh, they have, oh, right. They have the yeah. They got the dome. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. It's a giant yeah. barn looking thing, and the the fans are literally, if you're on the away sidelines, they are literally three and a half, four feet from behind you. Yeah, oh, like they could throw a beer can, and they just heckle you the whole game. That's a good experience. They try to run or test you. It's still it's. <laughs> it's I mean, it they it holds thirty because there's no professional team. Like it's the biggest yeah. thing there, so it holds thirty thirty five thousand. But when I, we got to play at Penn State and like walking on the field when there's 98,000 people there, like whole different experience. Oh, dude, that must have been. I mean, I really don't know. Like the biggest stage I ever walked out to is like 10 people. So can't even imagine. <laughs> so was. we had. So, yeah, Penn State was 98,000. We played at Louisville, which at that time held 3540. Muhammad, like, Muhammad Ali was there. Uh, played at IU and Purdue. IU was like 40. It was one, it was the first game of the season, obviously. Purdue was like 40, 50. And then Cincinnati was like 20, 25. Still, that's huge. I worked, uh, 20, 20. Wow. I worked, the biggest one I worked was, uh, the last division championship in 2014 for the Colts mm -hmm. when they went to the, when they beat the Chiefs that year. When they beat the Chiefs. Year, yeah. They won the division. They won the division at home against the Texans. And I got to work that game. That was crazy. That was a, that was a good game too, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, that was, no, was that Schwab's last year. Say what? Was that Schwab's last year? Or am I am I blanking on a name right now? Wasn't it Matt Schwab? No, I think it was Ryan Mallett played that game. Oh, Ryan Mallett played Ryan that game. Mallett. Wow. It was Ryan Mallett. Oh, you're right. It was the year they were, quarterback from. I was year they had like three different quarterbacks. I feel like playing the whole year and they're still good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, Lucas Oil Stadium is such a cool. I want to go there so bad. I cannot wait to go there because I'm definitely making that's up there in the top five for me for stadiums to go check out. It's a dope stadium. It is yeah. so sick, dude. And I gym. still miss. I still miss the old RCA dome because we we've had season tickets since day one. So sitting in the old RCA CA dome, it Lucas Oil Stadium, the sound just goes up and out. Where, oh. where the, the old dome was just like Pounding. straight down. Yeah. So that was. It does make sense. But it's, it, it's a beautiful stadium. It is. It, it, to me, it's the, it's my favorite looking stadium in the NFL. Um, yeah. It, it's such a cool idea. Design and everything. We pass Arrowhead every time we drive out to Topeka for the race. So. Dude, awesome. It's just not. It just aesthetically, it looks awesome if you're a fan, but it doesn't have that aesthetic that even looks like that cool stadium from the outside, honestly. Like. Mm -hmm. And now it's called, dude, the dumbest shit, G-E-H-A at Arrowhead Stadium. And it looks so – because, you know, on the sign they have Arrowhead. 
Yep. And now since some company paid a ton of money, millions of dollars, I'm sure, to put their name on it. And they made this sign. It's so bad. Like it, it, you guys could have came up with a better sign in two in two seconds. <laughs> it is so bad. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Like, Hail, come draw a sign for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Like that's yeah. Airhead's an amazing place, man. I, I especially last year I didn't get to go to any games with COVID. I don't know if they let anybody. Yeah, they're like ten thousand in, but um the tickets are so expensive. But man, you guys have you guys been to Airhead? Never been there. Right? Drove by. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta do. A, we gotta plan something because you guys are gonna like. Ah, oh, dude, it's an experience. It really is, and I'm sure it's it's pretty similar to up there. But it, it's it just because how loud it is. It's just nothing beats how loud it is. It's so much fun. Oh, now I'm now you guys are like my mouth is watering for air ahead. Well, it's football season, and that's, it is football season. Right? We're all excited about. Like, what do we got? Like three weeks left, basically. Let's see. We got uh, September next week, 9th. September ninth. September ninth. Or is yeah. it is it earlier than that? That's Thursday a, game. It is a Thursday game, yeah. So they only did three preseason preseason games this year, correct? Yeah, this week will be the final final week of preseason. All right. So who is uh, who's starting in Chicago week one? Fields. It better be Fields. It better be. If they don't, I I think that like Andy, Matt, Matt, Matt Andy Dalton is for his job. If they Andy go Dalton is crazy for making the statements that he's staying. Yeah, if Andy Dalton, if they go zero two with Andy Dalton, Matt Nagy's losing his job. Yeah, I agree. If they I, go zero and two with I, Justin Fields, he probably keeps it. Yeah, he does because it's more experimental. Um, yep. Matt Nagy's—I uh, don't think he's that great of a coach, even even though he's on the reed tree. I just don't—I don't have a huge love for him. And I honestly feel like he's half the reason why Bienemy doesn't isn't a head coach right now. Is mm -hmm. because like right, that was right before you, or was Peterson before? And I think it was no, it was Nagy. It's like. Nagy. I do. Nagy just doesn't ever seem to make a smart decision. Like, like anything he does, it just doesn't like seem logical. It's like, why? Like, it, it, it's. I don't understand it. Yeah, it, it is not. It's not. A, it's not. A, yeah. Yeah, man. So, da so Dak or Sam Darnold? Oh, Dak. Dak. He you guys are so delusional. You and Dylan are so delusional. Hey, as I, soon as as soon as Sam Darnold puts three touchdowns on the Jets, I double my money on that optic, and I'm out. And I could care less about. What do you want to bet that the Jets? Beat, what do you want to bet that the Jets beat Carolina? Dude, I can see it happening. Zach Wilson going in there. Yeah. Elijah Moore balling out. Pretty little high school musical face. Yep, he never took a punch. And, in then, and then Joe Horn's kid pick six him about three or four times. That would be sick, dude. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for him and Sertan's kid because two of the oh man. I mean, we already have a bet on the Colts Rams game. Like, yeah, you really think that they're you're going to beat the Rams? Yes. Wait, wait, so who's going to be your okay. dude? Aaron Donald is going to stick his wiener in. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was practicing today, full running. That. You think he That's starts great. That's, that just means Eric Donald can bend him over Quentin Nelson. Like, I don't care. Yeah, Quentin Nelson's going to get you some of these right here, boy. So, You're talking about the best player in the NFL. Who got handled in practice. Uh, did you watch the videos of him getting tossed around? Hey, I will say that Mahomes throws like five interceptions in practice, though. So. It's practice. We're talking yeah. about practice, not yeah. a game. We are about practice. Okay, who's going to start week one then for the uh, for the Colts? Carson Wentz. Okay, how long how long do you give him to, to say he starts playing bad? How many weeks do you Half give him? Half a game. Week, week three. <laughs> so then, who would who would be the who would be number three? Jacob Jacob Eason oh, yeah. would be two. Oh, oh, even better. You're going to put Jacob Eason against 
Aaron Donald. I mean, it's better than I think the like I like oh. Sam Elliger. Sam Elliger is a baller. The problem is, is he's like Neil. He's like your height. Yeah, he's a loose he's cannon. Like he's Sam, so Sam small. Sam is the guy that'll put you that back really by tall. four touchdowns, and then he'll claw you out from four touchdowns back. But yeah, like, like, he'll be the guy who's it. responsible for you losing and winning. Sam but, was also that guy in Texas to be like, I officially Texas football is back and lost like seven games in a row or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, it's yeah. all trash. But I still think you, you stay run heavy with the three running backs. Guys that I don't think are worth anything to the Colts, and I would love to see them cut, Paris Campbell. I don't think Paris Campbell's worth Speed, speed. He's great, but he's been hurt the last three years, and I guarantee he gets hurt the fourth. I got five. Bland's got five games on Carson. (laughs) That might be more than I would say. I I would say three. I would say three spot on. Yeah, but you guys got some dogs. You guys, your team is set up to win. Not even just now, but it doesn't even matter about this year for you guys. Like, I love Pittman Jr., dude. Oh man, I was very critical on him. I really like that kid. I mean, he had a major injury last year that he got came back from. Strong, get strong. Yeah, he's got some speed. Uh, he's got a little work on the dropsies, but after that, he's all good. Yeah, and JT to me, even before the draft, I was like, he's the best back in the draft, and was still to this day so mad we took Clyde. Man, you guys got the steal there. That makes me mad. You guys have had such good damn draft classes the past five years. Are you guys real? Like, you guys look at your guys' draft. Every time I look at your guys' draft class, past at least three years, I'm like, holy cow! Like, and you ruined it with a quarterback. Yeah, you did. That's that is the sad part. Yeah, the Quiddy Pay pick though. Oh, bro. Quiddy Pay looked good this week. It was his first preseason game. He comes off the line. I think he needs a year to get into an NFL weight room and an NFL weight program. It's great. Like one of one of the good friends me and Neil have, he played for the Patriots for six years. And like when Chris came out of college, he was he was six two, six three, probably three oh five. And then a little chunky. Still a little chunky, but like the next like Year two, year three, he was a like eight percent body fat, three fifteen. Really, like really. I will say this: from working at the Colts, I lost eighteen pounds working for the Colts, and I was eating like three meals a day, like as much food as I could possibly. What are they feeding you? Just like corn, dude. I don't know if it was laced with steroids or what, but it was great food, and I like I I don't know why, but I just lost. I I lost eighteen pounds. (laughs) This is the. Tomorrow probe's gonna be into like the Colts and the Colts are getting <laughs> drug tests, everybody. Yeah. It's yeah. from Old Sports Cards. That is a leak. Go straight Pat McAfee and just start tweeting it, getting drug tested again. Well, again. That, that that was the year that Pat got tested like four times that year. Uh-huh. Because he booted That's that so ball, he booted that ball like 74 yards in the next week. He's like next morning. It was hey, like next random morning. drug test. <laughs> yep. Dude, you guys they, they, okay. I gotta give you guys your praise. Because I do, I gotta bounce out here sick or quick or here in a sec because I gotta. Yeah. But anyway, I want to give you guys praise and you guys seriously. This has been so much fun. I really hope you guys allow me to come back because this has been freaking like I didn't even realize we've been on for an hour and forty minutes. It's been so much fun. Uh, I thought we've been on for like twenty, but um, you guys seriously run this very well to, to 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 the viewership here. You guys got some very good minds, and I know they're gonna bring on amazing people. And I know this podcast for you guys is gonna take off because you guys are. You know, when I'm looking for podcasts, I look for genuine people. Um, and I think that's what the average person does. And they can tell you guys are average or not average. You guys are more than average, but they can no, tell you average your best. And you guys are keep it straight up honest. You know, I think with the hobby, a lot of people try to like, they're trying to hype it up. And like, in, in the, even in the bad areas, you guys keep it honest. Like, okay, this is shitty. This is shitty. You guys are freaking awesome, though. I 
so happy to be on this podcast, you guys. I really hope I can come back. Um, I do have some people that you guys would be, you guys, are, I'm going to recommend some interesting conversations. You guys have people on here. But seriously, guys, thank you guys so much. And you, for the viewers, you guys are so lucky. You guys have, um, this podcast is going to just. Whatever I'm, it does, we'll all right. do with it. If it has five plug, viewers or 500, we'll still plug yourself. Tell them, tell them where they can find you on uh, on social. Yeah, you guys can find me on Courtside Polls on uh, uh, Instagram or Twitter. Twitter, I uh, just kind of post random stuff, just random hobby thoughts. Instagram, just post hits. And then uh, I'm on Loop Breaking if you want to come say hi, L-O-U-P-E. Um, yeah, it's a really good community there. If you want to get part of a good card community, even if you're not even looking to buy, just to be around people who share same same interests, it's good. So that's where I'm at most of my times. Um, but yeah, you got seriously, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for reaching out. I mean, you guys just reached out. You guys pulled the guppy out of the freaking the freaking fish tank. They're about to feed me actually to the the turtle that you guys could have pulled, but you guys pulled the guppy. <laughs> but no, man, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, everybody, remember go visit go visit uh, Slab Savers Graded Card Solutions. Um, you know, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, we're now on Spotify. So you'll be able to listen to this. I'll get it posted up tomorrow and we'll be doing a giveaway. I'm giving away this Pokemon dark Charizard PSA five. All you'll have to do is share the podcast to your social media. I will I find we'll it. Probably get uh Jerry to get some, some free slab savers or something like that, or maybe, uh, get Dustin to bring in some like boxes and have those. We'll do it. Follow the social media pages. See what we're giving away. So until next Monday, see y'all later. Peace. Peace.